welcome to the Tabor Pod Podcast. I'm Ms. Hogaboom, and along with a group of other faculty members and students, we've created this podcast to bring together stories of how we're building community at Tabor when we aren't all physically here together. Things aren't what we expected them to be this spring, so we hope you enjoy hearing these stories and hearing some familiar voices. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Megan McDonald, and I've worked alongside Dr. Kniesler and Miss Cunningham to interview the faculty to see how they're doing during this time. We hope you enjoy. To start us off, we'll have you each introduce yourself, uh, tell us your role here at Tabor, and how many years you've been here. Also, please tell us where in the world you are, and if you're in a different time zone than Eastern Standard Time. Bill Rasky, I teach math, um, and I've been here 23 years. I'm in Marion, glorious Marion. I didn't go anywhere. My name is Dr. Porter. This is my first year at Tabor. I teach English. I am at Tabor. I am in Lillard Southeast. I am facing Sipican Harbor. I'm Julie Prezbazuski, the Director of Health Services at Tabor Academy. Well, right now I am at home. Home is Mattapoiset. Hello everyone, this is Mrs. Young. I am in my house which is on Tabor's campus in Wee House. I'm Jephtha Runyon. I'm uh, in Marion on, in, in Matsumura House. How are you feeling during this specific time? Have your emotions changed now that we've been at this online distance learning for four weeks? Oh, oh yeah. My fir- the first, the f- when they first said we were going to do this, I was terrified. I mean, I, like, I have a smart board in my classroom. That's the only smart thing in my classroom technologies I struggle with. So this ended up being okay. Now I feel much better about it. I feel like I still am having fun with my kids in class. Um, my classes are shorter. I only go 35 minutes, but emotionally I'm much more like, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I can still connect to my kids, which is, I mean, I didn't get into teaching to stare at a screen with a bunch of little pictures, you know? So it's good. Emotionally, I'm in a much better place now than I was four weeks ago. I have noticed that my emotional landscape is very tumultuous, Um, sort of that the more still I am in my body and the more I stay in my apartment, um, the more my emotions tend to sort of push at the surface. I've been kind of fighting a lot of um, feelings of frustration that usually I would be able to just let go. But since I'm all cooped up, I find myself getting frustrated a lot. Um, So it's been important for me to try to just take a breath and constantly kind of remind myself that the frustration isn't, is normal, but it doesn't really help me. Um, And that everybody's kind of facing a lot. We're all kind of in the same boat and, um, and to try to just like count to 10, like let it go. (laughs) When we first started, it was sort of this rat race to get prepared and figure out how we were going to navigate this new world of online learning and how we were going to stay connected with students and get them what they need. Um, And so there was sort of this frenzy of lists of things to do and and activity um, to keep us occupied. And now sort of working from home, although I'm still quite busy, you, you definitely get a little stir crazy. It's isolating, obviously. You feel cooped up at times. Um, and so, you know, those things can lead to sort of 
you know, unexplained episodes of feeling anxious when you're, you know, thinking about what's really happening in the world and what's happening to others and, and some of the despair and financial struggles and, you know, food insecurity and things that's happening in the, in the world, it can really kind of give you this sense of sudden anxiety that, that you really can't pinpoint. And so I've been doing things like I've been doing yoga, getting up and doing yoga every day. I've been setting goals for the day and setting goals for the week. Um, and also trying to, to wake up and, and think of things that I'm grateful for so that I can, you know, have some perspective when all of this craziness and uncertainty is happening. I'm definitely feeling way more, um, I'm feeling way more behind now than I was, <laughs> it was in the beginning, which sort of makes sense because at the beginning you're not behind at all. Um, but certainly over, over time, you know, stuff just keeps piling up. I think the, the example that I give is that, um, is that I'm able to do tasks that require that that can be completed in five minutes, but anything that requires kind of like sustained attention and energy, like doesn't ever happen unless I stay up like into the wee hours of the morning when, when everybody else is asleep in my house. I feel like it's, it's strange being at Tabor because I'm so used to not leaving campus for like long stretches of time. Um, so in some way it doesn't feel all that foreign. Um, but at the same time, you, you like in the back of your mind, I feel like I, that I'm, I, I am aware of what's going on in the world. And so I'm also aware that like, going over to get my mail is not really this it's like a bigger deal both my wife and i come have have sort of extended family that that we tend to spend a lot of time with and so it's been kind of sad to not be and and difficult to be kind of disconnected from them obviously video chatting makes makes it possible to connect it's not it's definitely not the same and it's definitely a big change from what we're accustomed to I think it's been difficult too because, you know, unrelated to, you know, COVID-19, we've had family members who are sick and um, uh, we've had a family member pass away and like all those things have been really difficult where you can't be together with your family in times when like you absolutely need to or you in other, in other ways you like definitely want to be. So who are you with um, while you're here in isolation? Well, my wife is there, Adam, my son is there. My next up son, Tucker, comes to visit. He spends three days a week. My grandson makes visits. So, you know, we do the hand washing. Luckily, I'm where family is, so it's not so bad. So I live with my husband, Will, and my cat, Tib. And then a couple weeks ago, almost a month ago, we adopted a dog whose name is Gwen. She's a retired racing greyhound. I'm home with my family. My daughter, Leah, is home from college, so she's currently doing online nursing classes from home. Um, my son, Nate, he's a senior in high school, and he's also doing his online learning from home and sort of kind of lamenting the loss of his senior year, so I can really appreciate and feel acutely where seniors are coming from with losing all of the normal, everyday, fun activities that they would be celebrating right now. Um, and my husband is is here. He's still going into work, but on a very abbreviated schedule. And I am with my husband, Jeremy, 
and my dog Popeye and cat Clover. We have my wife Jana and my three daughters, Lucille, Vivian, and Catherine. Obviously, being in the house all together makes it feel a little bit more chaotic at home than, than normal, but um, I feel like I'm also kind of a homebody anyway. Uh, what's a positive thing you did, saw, or created over this past weekend? Oh, we did, we did a Zoom birthday party for my grandson. So my brothers and all of us got together and we did a big birthday party for him. He's two. So that was really fun. And we got it to actually work and he was pretty excited about the, you know, seeing all those people that he doesn't get to see. Um, and, you know, my grandma, my mother being there and all that, that was, that was really fun. Like this Zoom thing now, which I never would have tried previously. Like why? Like, right. Needs it, right? I pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. But this makes such a big difference when you can't see people there. This weekend, um, I participated in the uh, trash cleanup that Ms. Boucher organized. So Will and Gwen and I went and walked down Pleasant Street um, and just picked up all the trash that we could find. And we got a good amount of trash. Um, Will was very excited to get to use the grabber. Um, and Gwen was very excited to get to smell everything. And I, for whatever reason, really like scanning the ground for things to pick up whether that's like pebbles on the beach or trash. So <laughs> it was nice to be outside. It had just rained, so everything was very fragrant. The magnolias were blooming and we could smell them. The pine needles were kind of damp um, and we could smell that pine needle smell. It was a beautiful spring day. We ran into lots of other Tabor people cleaning up trash. Um, it was nice to know that you can do something constructive even if you're still maintaining physical distancing. I made a homemade banana bread with my daughter, Leah. She's really on a baking kick, which is sort of killing me <laughs> in terms of trying to stay healthy. So we're also trying to think of ways that we can nurture that side and that sort of family activity that we love doing while still being healthy. So we did it with using organic applesauce um, instead of using butter and eggs. And so we're trying to think creatively on how to continue doing that, but in a healthier way. And it was absolutely delicious. So we did that. I also knitted a winter hat for my mother-in-law who has recently come home from Florida. And she's startled by the cold and the what feels like winter weather to her. So I, I made that for her, which was nice. And we are making the best out of everything that we can possibly figure out to do. We actually just got a puzzle, so we're going to attack that pretty soon. Lots of TV shows. Um, that's pretty much it. Trying to just uh, stay busy and active as much as possible, especially when the weather's nice. And I hope that you are all doing the same. I think we've done a lot of positive things. Will Becker and I put together a, a basketball hoop for our kids that's been um, a big success for for us on all on, on many levels we've done a, we've had a lot of family time which has been really cool and you know like my my daughters have all because because of how much how much time they've had like unstructured playtime which i think is like something we all need uh lucille has gotten really good at rollerblading which you know she arguably wasn't before but she's just sort of stretched Optimon and got, like had so much time to play with them that that um, she's gotten you know much better with that and uh, Vivian who is a really sort of reluctant bike rider has like become just a total 
fiend on her bike and like terrorizing the neighborhood on that. And Catherine, who you know didn't know how to ride a bike at all, has we you know we got her on a bike with with training wheels, and she's you know all over the place and, and way into that too. So I think a lot of the outdoor time has been like I think that's been fantastic. We've we've gone off and taken walks in the woods just to get off campus too. So that's been that's been positive. Thank you all for listening with us today. To finish off our episode, we'll have some final thoughts from Mrs. P. You know, we certainly miss our Tabor community. We miss our Tabor students. We will definitely be together in, again, but in the meantime, nurture your mind through your academics and nurture your soul through some of the things we talked about, you know, exercise, yoga, Zooming with friends, keeping a schedule, establishing goals, and most definitely being grateful. This episode was edited and produced by Dr. Kneisler, Ms. Cunningham, and Megan McDonald. The theme song was written and performed by Gillen Campbell and Ms. Cunningham. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have ideas for what you'd like to hear next, please reach out to Ms. Hogaboom, whose email you can find in the description of this episode. Stay healthy and go see wolves.